0: welcome to the real estate entrepreneurs podcast today we have a friend mr Teamstone, stone out of tennessee thank you for having me What's going like on, brother? Well, how are you
1: i like i'm doing good doing good how are you
0: doing pretty good you were gonna say you like something
1: i like the intro i could tell it was pat hilton's voice
0: that is definitely a hundred percent pat hilton right so yeah yeah uh, you've seen in, in plenty of of our events and a lot of the other events that are going on around the country so uh shout out to Pat Hilton so
1: shout out to Pat
0: yeah so Tim let's let's talk about you man uh, who are you brother who where do you come from
1: yeah i uh i grew up in north georgia um, my uh kind of entrepreneurial story starts around the time i was 17 And it kind of started on accident. Um, I always knew I wanted to do like something, but I didn't know what. And um, the story I go back to is on my 17th birthday. I was just at the mall, bought myself a couple pairs of sneakers. They were on sale. So I bought like three pairs of sneakers. And then I got home and I was thinking I could probably sell these for a lot more than I bought them for. So I put them on Facebook for sale and I sold them and I made $50 profit on each pair. So I took that money and I went straight to the sneaker store and bought some more of them. And that's where I just, you know, kind kind of learned that you could uh, do a business and make pretty good money and a lot more money than I was making working at a restaurant. So um, that turned into really just a, an obsession with sneakers, and I didn't make any profit because I spent it all on shoes. Uh, but I learned a little bit about business. And then um, my parents, when I was in high school, they owned a vacation rental management company. So as Airbnb was becoming a thing, they would manage people's Airbnbs and cabins up in the mountains in Georgia. So off of that, I started a real estate photography business and I would do the listing photos for those cabins. I would then have a little bit of a portfolio of my work so I could go to realtors, I could go to other real estate owners. And that's when I started learning a lot about real estate and a lot more about business. That business actually made some money and then I had to buy equipment. I had know a lot of different things Um, so what happened next is kind of around that time when I was in high school my dad was given a copy of that book Rich Dad Poor Dad which probably comes up a lot on podcasts like this because it was really just a a big mindset shift and um, he realized he needed assets that were going to cash flow and and pay and he didn't have any at the time so within a few months of reading that book he bought an Airbnb and within a year that Airbnb was making as much money as he was making in his business. Wow. So, he, so, so being able to watch that as a teenager and, you know, kind of starting my entrepreneurial journey, I knew real estate was something I needed to figure out how to get into. Um, and then he later on sold his company, bought a few more properties and then retired within a very short time frame, probably six years going from, not really making any money, not having much retirement savings to fully retire just off of cash flow. How old so is your So I knew father? it was possible. He is, uh, let's see, he's 67 now. He's young, man. And and uh, mm. and how old are you? I'm 22. 22. Congratulations. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, so fun fact, I, I was born on his 45th birthday. So that's how I figured out how old he was. <laughs>
0: wow. And yeah. um,
1: what does your that do, uh do for a living or what was his career like? He, uh, he had a lot of different careers kind of in the landscaping business. He used to be a golf course superintendent in South Florida. So he managed all the – everything that goes on in the golf course down to every blade of grass. Uh, then he started a landscaping company. And when we moved to Georgia, we left everything in Florida and moved to Georgia. And uh, he didn't really know what he was going to do, but eventually – Came into the um, taking over a failing management business, property management, yeah, and then built that up to where he could sell it, and then sold it and retired.
0: Okay, good for him. Mm-hmm. I love to get yeah. to know him because he, uh, yeah, he started in real estate later in life, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's kind of crazy how your life can change, no matter how old you are when you get started and you start putting assets away and 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 you know, he was able to to basically retire because he's got some Airbnb's cash flowing now and, and mm. you know, so yeah, good for him and good for you that I mean yeah. look how that changed your life, right? I mean, you started young, man. I remember when I met you was like a year or two ago, maybe two years mm-hmm. ago now. You were 19 still, I think, 19 or 20.
1: I think so. It was right before my 20th birthday, I think.
0: Yeah. And uh, um, and you were telling me how you were working with these people on multifamily deals. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're 19. You know, mm. and you're already doing multifamily deals. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So it, it, was, it was pretty crazy. And I'll kind of continue the story of how I got to that point. Um, I had the real estate photography business. That was my way to network with people and make some money. Uh, and then I moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee for college. And that's also how I was paying for college. So I was paying cash for college. Um, my parents were still building their portfolio. We didn't have any money. They weren't right. they weren't paying for college. Yeah, you so didn't I was, I was from, our, from a rich family. You I did from I a hardworking family. Right. And and they got and what's been cool to see is like as I got older and I'm not that old they went from this hardworking family to now millionaires retired from real estate. So it's awesome. Very happy for them. And I was happy. I was at the age I was at to see that happen, to see what, you know, what's possible and you know, what you can do when you work hard and do the right things. So that was, that was really cool to see. But when I moved to Chattanooga for college, one of the first questions on the first day, I'm sitting down with my advisor asking, who do I need to meet in Chattanooga if I want to do real estate? That was one of the questions. And she she gave out a couple names and one of them was this guy, um, J.D. Frost. She's like, well, he's going to come speak to you guys in a couple weeks. I was in the scholarship program. So I said, well, yeah, I'd love to meet him. When he came to speak, I met him at the door. I was like the first person shaking his hand, asking him questions, being really engaged in his speech and then talking to him afterwards just to build that relationship. So what I did is... You know, I just stayed in touch with him, see how I could provide value, um, just keep that relationship, and I was really diving into the Chattanooga real estate market. Um, we started a real estate club my freshman year at the university, and what we did with that and what the vision was was just bringing real estate professionals in to speak with students and just let us hear what they're doing, what the you know what what information they have to provide us, and then we would also. A lot of times go help them with like if they're doing a flip and they need people to come do work, we would go get the experience and do work for either pretty cheap or sometimes free. So that was another big thing. was just that real estate club, being exposed to it, seeing people who are making money in real estate, people who were not much older than us and were in the same city as us because that was really important. You read all the books and it's just, you know. Robert Kiyosaki made a bunch of money forty years ago, and that doesn't really mean anything to me. So it's really, really important to meet people doing it. Um, so that was that was probably twenty nineteen, and then um, in twenty twenty, just the right place at the right time, having the right conversation with JD. Um, I was looking for something to do in real estate, so I told him, and he immediately calls me, and he said, "Dude." I know exactly what you want to do. We're going to start a company we're going to buy real estate. We're going to do this, this, this. And eight days later we started, we formed a company and we were like, we're going to, we're going to do real estate. And we didn't even know what that meant. Um, but, uh, we did it, <laughs> you know, we, wow. um, funny, funny thing. First thing we did was we read Carlos Reyes' book about wholesaling and we were going to try to start wholesaling. Um, it didn't really turn out years. too well. Yeah, I'm sure you got the book. It, it was a good book. Right here. Um, yeah, re- really good book. And best
0: best selling book ever.
1: It it breaks down every detail. He's signing sign. I don't
0: know if you can you see. You got the
1: signed copy.
0: I got the signed copy by Carlos. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout so out. I mean, to he's Carlos. got scripts scripts in there. Shout out to Carlos. I'm actually going to see him this weekend in Atlanta. He's speaking at an event over here. him I say hi, man? I will. I he's will. I yeah. Um, so we read his book. We kind of started doing it and weren't really getting any traction. And then we had this broker um, that JD had a good relationship with that had a 48 unit deal come up. And he said, you guys need to buy this, like put it under contract, raise the money. You guys need to buy this. So that was our first deal. We bought 48 apartments in Chattanooga. My role was the property management. (laughs) So we closed on it. I went to the um, title office They handed me a bucket of keys and now I'm in charge. And that's a that's about the time that you and I met was when we started that deal. Wow, I remember that,
0: and I mm. was impressed because I was like, "How old are you?" And you're doing deals, and you know, I, I just didn't understand the the uh, the how you guys were set up, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's still amazing that at your age, you're already you already got more experience than. Some people that are getting started when they're on their late 50s or 60s, right? Uh, like your dad, like your dad started mm-hmm. later
1: in life. Um, so that was your first deal ever that you bought. First deal ever. Yeah. We, we went under contract when I was still 19. Uh, and then we, I just turned 20 when we closed on it. Wow. And um, what uh, after
0: that, how many other deals have you guys been able to do?
1: We we've, we've done a few, um, a lot of them we actually had the opportunity to help our investors get into other syndications. So we, we've come in as limited partners, and we you know really don't have much management um, responsibility. But we've we bought a 45 unit also in Chattanooga. We bought a mobile home park, and we've already exited that one. Um, we also exited the 48 unit deal, the first one. Uh, so we've gone in and out of a couple of deals, made money on all of them. And we've got a couple more on our plate right now. Um, and I've bought a few by myself at this point, now that I kind of know what I'm doing, have a little bit of money. But uh, we're still trying to take this, this partnership we created and really build a pretty massive portfolio. Um, and I'd love to talk about some of the ones we're working on because they're pretty interesting. But Good. So what have you bought for yourself? On your own uh, for myself. Uh, just duplexes. My kind of my philosophy on that is I want to keep them forever, and one of my goals is to never see it again after I buy it. So like I, I don't go drive by them. I don't go check on it. I've got a really great property manager. So when I buy it and I turn over the keys and send them all the information, uh, I just want to get paid every month and that be a an investment. I don't want it to be another job. I don't want it to distract from the. The other company we're building. So it's really just a, yeah, stuff that's very easy to manage that I just, I can buy, send it to the property manager and not have to think about it. I don't have to have the cash flow. I don't have to, you know, do a whole lot there.
0: Are you buying those, uh, rehabbing them and then
1: uh, putting people in it or those are turnkey? They're most, for the most part, turnkey, Uh, just buying really good deals. So uh, I'll tell you the first one I bought. I bought it for one hundred and ninety-five thousand, and it appraised for three hundred thousand the day I bought it. Wow! Uh, and a cash flow, so it gets twenty-two hundred a month in rent combined, and the mortgage is like eleven hundred. So, a cash flow had a hundred thousand in equity, just a really good deal. So, I'm not buying a ton, but when there's a deal like that, I'll just, of course, scoop it up.
0: Plenty of equity for you, plenty of cash flow for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, amazing, man! Yeah. Um, and how many units do you own now?
1: Right now, um, at 47, but we've got 10 units. Um, it'll be a seller finance, no money down. We we'll buy in in the next couple of weeks. And then we're going to, uh, come into a 90 unit deal out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hopefully we're still in kind of in some final negotiations, but that's another one that's going to be a seller finance deal. Uh, pretty excited about that. And we're building 26 units in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I just went under contract yesterday on another duplex for myself. So, wow, congratulations, yeah. man. And thank
0: ha- you. Have you had to, uh, have you had to like rehab a lot of these units, like the ones that are like, the 47 units or the 45 units? Mm-hmm. The first
1: one you bought, did you guys have to rehab that one? We did. So, that, that 48 unit deal, the first one we did, it had. I think it was thirteen vacancies, and most of them needed a pretty good amount of rehab, which is why they were empty. So, how uh, much i would, so I get the idea. Uh, pr- some of them were more, but average probably twelve to fifteen thousand. a lot renovation. Yeah. So, um, and they were more like eleven 1, hundred square feet. So they were pretty good size. Oh, so they're uh, big units. Yeah. So at the beginning, I was going in there and I was ripping out the carpets myself. I was painting most of the units. I'd have some friends come help me and, you know, pay them a little bit of money. But I was doing a lot of the work at first, which is not the way to do it. I learned a lot. Um, one of those stories is a pretty funny story. I would go to the Ace Hardware down the road almost every day and I'd buy seven, eight, nine gallon gallons of paint, but in the one gallon bucket at a time. So I'd I'd buy eight buckets of one gallon of paint and nobody said anything to me. I'd go in there every day and just, you know, find the paint I needed, take all the one gallon buckets off the shelf and buy them and nobody would ever say anything. And finally, uh, one of my friends was like, why don't you buy a five gallon bucket? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't, I didn't think of that, but really, I mean, it's um, probably 30, 40% cheaper to do it that way. So just learned a lot of things the hard way. Um, Luckily it was a, it was a home run deal and, losing a little bit of money like that didn't really affect anything, but, um, yeah, eventually kind of put the crew together, had my contractors I like to use and the renovations. Now I don't even have to go see them. I just have them send me a picture basically.
0: Wow. So important to have the right, the right crew on your side, right? Like when you have the right Mm -hmm. contractors and, um, you know, so uh, so now you're going to add, uh, how, how big is the deal? in, in uh, So how, can, we, can you talk numbers on this one particular deal that you guys bought first? Like how much you pay for yeah, it we, put in it?
1: Yeah. So the first one, uh, we bought it for $3.3 3 million. Um, I'd say we put a little over $100,000 into uh, the CapEx. And then we sold it in 14 months for just under $5.1 that's so, a deal, man. So, 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 somewhere in the ballpark of you know, 1. 1.6, 1. 1.7 million. So, in a year. So, it, it was a really good deal. Wow. And did you share the, 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 the,
0: the, like the, the, the profits with, did you syndicate that deal or was it owner yeah, finance? We,
1: we raised, um, we needed about 900,000. So, we raised it from a couple, investors we had relationships with they were kind of like limited partners right um what wasn't technically a syndication more like a joint venture they it just was a joint involved. venture yeah
0: you you got yeah. pieces of the llc to them and they put the money mm-hmm. in, and you're good
1: yeah yeah so so we paid them a pretty good return for 14 months right um and then we walked away with some money in our pocket as well and just kind of went on to the next deal and um the 45 units we bought um we bought it a couple months before we closed on the 48, but, um, it's going to be a very similar deal, very similar numbers.
0: And your strategy is to hold on to them and then sell them, or, or are you planning on holding on to some of these deals for a <clears throat> long time?
1: At this point, we want to hold on to them a bit longer. Okay. Uh, the very first deal, it just made sense just with, with the market. We bought it, you know, right at the end of 2020 and sold it, uh, right at the beginning of 2022 so just timing wise it was a perfect time to sell a multifamily deal but the goal of the lot, yeah and then it, it we had some money some profits to pay our investors and do other things with and um, it made sense to sell that deal but we'd like to keep as much as possible um, that's,
0: amazing. that's amazing that's mm-hmm. amazing so uh so right now uh you say you're buying what 90 deal, 90 units
1: yeah, we, we've got a, about 128 units in the pipeline just spread across different deals. Um, Ten of them are going to be that seller finance, no money down. The 90 unit deal is one that uh, it really just came across my table through networking. Uh, these guys just bought it a couple weeks ago, seller financed. Uh, and they're going to need some help. It's the first deal they've done. Great deal for them, like super happy for them. Um, but they basically put all their cash into the down payment. and They don't have experience managing a multifamily deal. So that's where myself and uh, my partners could come in and provide value. We'll probably bring a little bit of money to the table as well, just for you know capital expenditures and things like that. But also the management experience to get the units turned, because it's, uh, it's very, very under market value, this property. So
0: so, tell me, man, what what is it that you do for a living, right? So you, I mean, obviously you're a real estate investor, but
1: mm-hmm. but you're also
0: working with JD and 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 this other company, right? What is it that you guys do?
1: It's a everything we do kind of ties together. Uh, we call it the four foundations of wealth creation. So we want to show people how to increase their income, how to save money on tax, how to protect their income, and then how to invest in themselves and others to create passive income. So a lot of the different verticals in the companies we work with kind of support those things. So we've got programs where we meet twice a month on Zoom. We've got in-person events. We've got coaching. That's how we can help you increase your income. And then JD, he's a CPA. That's what his main company was at first. It's tax strategy for entrepreneurs. We're really good at helping people save money on tax so that they can use it in their business, invest it in themselves, invest it in real estate, whatever. So it, it kind of creates this situation where you know if we saved you say a hundred thousand dollars in tax and then we have a good relationship we have this opportunity in a real estate deal where you can get a good return and you're a very busy entrepreneur you're not a real estate professional it's a really good opportunity for you to put your money there um, so that, that's where it all kind of plays in so I just meet people work with them see what opportunities come out of it um, everybody in this country has got to file a tax return, which can yeah. at least help everybody with that. But then it's just building that relationship. Where else can we help you? Can we bring capital to a real estate deal? Is that something that makes sense? Or you have capital, you can bring to our real estate deal. We can get you a return or, you know, you need to protect your income. We have a life insurance company, if that's something that makes sense in your situation. So there's a lot of different ways we can help people in all kind of falls into the same stream, the same goal of those four foundations. So um, it's hard to describe what I do, but it's mostly real estate, but it's kind of just providing solutions and consultation.
0: Right. So can you, can you talk about the four uh, pillars of the foundation?
1: Yeah. So the, the first one is increasing your income. The, the best way we can help people increase their income and really just one of the principles I believe in the most about increasing your income is meeting more people. Like, the more hands you shake up, yeah. the more money you exactly. make exactly the more hands you shake the more money you make so we try to create opportunities where you can meet more people um <clears throat> excuse me we do networking events we do a big annual conference every year it's going May 19th in Dallas Texas it's going to be awesome we do online kind of networking slash personal development calls where we're because it all starts with you. Increase your income starts with you. So right. increasing your skills, increasing your network, just increasing your activity, whatever you're doing. Um, so that's, that's the main way we believe we can help you increase your income is get involved with what we're doing, meeting new people, getting new ideas, working on your skills, working on yourself. The next one, uh, saving money on tax is super important just because nobody wants to pay all their money to the government. Um, So we've got a full team of CPAs. We do tax planning, really diving into your situation um, and building something custom to you. And we actually use an AI software to help us build out a tax plan. It's like, well, anywhere from like 10 to 40 page PDF telling you like, this is what you can do. This is what's available to you. This is how much you should pay yourself, like how you should structure your company. And it's really catered to you. And then with that, just working with our CPAs throughout the year. And we, we've got some really, really unique strategies for people that are making over a million or a couple billion a year um, where we can eliminate up to 60% of their active income tax and then up to 99% of capital gains and in passive income tax. Wow. So that's crazy stuff. Um, I mean, that's that's the main stuff on the tax side. Um, and then protecting your income. Like if once you get to a certain point, it makes sense to set up trusts or different you know trust planning for your business and then also life insurance is a a huge way to build tax free wealth and just protect your income yeah your i'm an
0: advocate of life insurance man i have my policies mm. myself and i can never buy enough um yeah you know my dad is in the life insurance business so he, i've been educated on in life insurance since i'm eight years old pretty much so mm. uh, i believe yeah. it's a great vehicle to have it's a great investment um, you can put it on a, uh, you can put the life insurance on a on a irrevocable trust and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. you protect your legacy there, um, even from your spouse and kids from destroying the the, the money you leave uh, back behind them, or from pre- preventing predators to come and and mm-hmm. you know and dive into that. And I'm, I'm I'm gonna assume that's something that part of what you guys do.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the main thing is that it does protect you and protect your family. Yeah. But another thing that's, that's just cool and unique and that we utilize because it's part of it is after time, it does develop a cash value, which you can borrow against it. That's a loan. So it's tax free. It's not income. Yeah. And then you can, you can invest that uh, loan and it's kind of paying the interest back into your life insurance. And it continues to grow you know, over your life. And then in the event that you die, everybody's going to die your family is protected, you know, there's an influx of cash to pay for, you know, whatever, whatever needs to happen after you're gone. Um, So that's just an important thing to talk about. Um, It's just part of it, part of wealth. And then the fourth one, just investing in yourself and others is, uh, you know, investing in your skills, investing in your knowledge. Like if you're going to build a real estate company and build a real estate portfolio, uh, we want to help you with that. Or if you want to invest in what we're doing, by all means, you know, we we got projects going on all the time where you can earn a return. So that's kind of, that's everything I do on a daily basis is talking to people and seeing where, what we're doing fits in and how we can help them and how we can collaborate. Um, so that's what I do, but it started as real estate for me and it all kind of ties in.
0: Well, it's because you became part of a group that did that, right? So, so, mm-hmm. Um, it only makes sense that, even though you're doing real estate, you're also gonna do other things that are related to it in order to grow the existing business that mm-hmm. that you became a part of, right? So, yep. what's next for you, man? Like, what's in the future? What does your future look like? What What do you see yourself doing in I don't know five, ten years?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to take a lot of the things I'm doing now just to the next level. I really like the the vehicle I'm in for building wealth for myself and my family. Um, the way I'm able to help people like now that I've been doing this for a few years and seeing results for my clients, the way it's affected their lives. Um, I don't see any reason to stop what I'm doing. Just every reason to go harder. One of my personal goals is um, to have a million dollars in active income from what I'm doing here. And that's aside from real estate, like uh, it, it's kind of easy to make several hundred thousand or even a million dollars on a multifamily deal, so I don't want to count that i want I want to earn a million dollars like working doing the business um, I was having a conversation just the other day with someone about this is you know when we're all wanting to build wealth and kind of achieve financial freedom we're really focusing on passive income and that's important i've I feel like at least enough I've figured that part out. So now while I'm young, while I'm willing to work this hard, I want to get to the point where I can grow my active income. And a lot of that just comes from skills and then meeting more people and just growing what you've done the past few years. So if I can grow that active income, I know how to convert it to passive income. I know how it's going to help me, but I really just, one of the, one of the reasons why I have that big goal is so that I can do it again and then do it again. And then kind of, you create a lot of freedom for yourself once you figure out how to earn a million dollars. So that, that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, Long-term goal, we want to take our fund to 20,000 apartment units. So that's a very big goal. You kind of got to keep buying a lot of units to get there. Uh, So really just staying focused on what we're doing, but doing it more, doing it more intentional and working with, you know, bigger deals and bigger people. Good deal. And
0: I've seen you working on, you're, you're, you're networking all the time. You're going to events, Mm -hmm. you're going to masterminds. Um, So you're doing the the you're taking all the right steps to, to, to get to that goal because you're surrounding yourself with people that are actually Mm -hmm. already there.
1: Exactly.
0: So it's not like, it's not like it doesn't exist. It already exists for, (laughs) you're just copying and pasting and, and maybe tweaking and peeking to your to your own liking, right? To however it is that you, that you want to do um, your business in the future. Um, what right. about, like, do you have any Airbnbs or any, any of that?
1: I don't yet. Um, I, I've thought about it, and, and one of the things I'd like to do is have one, just a cabin up in Blue Ridge, Georgia, because that's where I grew up, but that's what my right. family did. Uh, I haven't done it yet. I've looked at a few, but... Um, never really got into it it kind of hasn't really aligned with the um the idea of just buying it and never seeing it again yeah. you gotta buy the furniture you gotta set it up and you can no, have. have a the hotel you're you gotta back. have a team in place you gotta have a team in place and that would just really for me at this point be starting a whole new business that i don't really want to do yet um now of course there's management options, but. Um, I think it's a good strategy, and there's a lot of markets, especially over here, just in the areas I've lived in, that you can make a lot of money doing it. I just um, and you, you try to – try, try right? I actually, in the last few months, moved to Atlanta. So, uh, you live I, go Atlanta back, I live in Atlanta now. So, I, I go to Chattanooga about two days a week because uh, it's not too far away, and we've got a lot of stuff I kind of got to deal with up there. But, uh, yeah, living in Atlanta, it's a whole different world. Networking is a lot different in Atlanta than it is in Chattanooga. I'll tell you. What part of Atlanta are you at? Uh, I'm in uh, Cobb County, kind of between Marietta and Kennesaw. Okay, but I spend most of my time in Buckhead. Yeah, that's <laughs> the if area. That's Atlanta. That's that's what, that's where you go. That's
0: the business area, right? And mm. I was born in Atlanta. Uh, oh, really? But I was just born. I never, I didn't grow up there. I don't think I can live there. My sinuses will not allow me to live in Atlanta because it's a green city. It's trees everywhere, right? So um, allergy seasons will kill me uh, pretty much. And, yeah. and and right now I'm going through some here in Houston. But, um, but yeah, I was born in Atlanta. And yeah, it's a lot different than Chattanooga. I've been to Chattanooga. Uh, mm-hmm. visiting my friend David Olds, who you also know, right? Yep, yep. And did he ever go talk to you guys at, uh,
1: when you guys were having the meetups in, in, in your college? He did. Yeah. And he actually invited us into his office a couple of times. So we would host the uh, real estate club events at his office and and he, he connected us with a lot of different speakers. So he was, he was pretty influential to our club and we had him on our podcast and um, he loved working with us. We, we actually found him some of what he would, what he tells me are the best employees he's had came from the club. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. So he was really involved. It, It was, it was great working with him.
0: Yeah, David is a great guy, man. He's my friend, and and by the mm-hmm. way, guys, uh, Tim was here at the last Attend Growth event, uh, the real estate entrepreneurship mm-hmm. event. He won't be able to make it this time, uh, but he actually yeah. bought a ticket. And I, he, I bought and, a
1: ticket. You told me to. You told me buy a ticket even if you can't come, so I bought one. But, but I, I, I want to give, give it away, away, right? Give it away. Do a giveaway or something.
0: Yeah. Um, so Attend Growth is coming up to Houston, guys. February three, four, and five. That's next week, pretty much um Mm. we're almost ready venue is ready everything is ready we're just not receiving uh speakers maybe if something changes on your schedule tim you know you're welcome to come and and Mm. and be a part of it um is there anything fun is there anything you want to tell our crowd man
1: i just want to tell them that your event was one of the most fun real estate events i've been to i still tell people about it all the time it's (laughs) Houston yeah. Houston's a good place
0: to do it. Our events are not are not boring. Uh, they're they're no. different, you know that, like, because our events are are built for networking. Mm-hmm. So we encourage the after party dinner, you know, going out to having a few drinks, and, um, you know, maybe getting an Airbnb and a bunch of people meet there, and we we have more drinks or whatnot, and we're just talking and, and bonding because it's like a mastermind, right? It's is People going on stage, they're sharing their knowledge. Uh, you went on stage and gave some iPads away. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Okay. it's pretty fun, man. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. So if, if you guys are on the fence, just come on over, check it out for yourself. Um, what about the audience, man? What do you have to tell the audience, Tim? I mean, you're 22. I, I love it because you're young. You bring a different perspective. You are already, I mean, ahead of wow, 99% of the people out there that are trying to get into this business, right? Why would you tell the audience to do when it comes to their real estate careers?
1: What One piece of advice that's really important and it kind of goes a lot with the, the story I was telling is just, it's about meeting people. And I, I don't know how I knew it, but I know it for a fact now, but I don't know how I knew it back then. But the first thing I said is like, who do I need to know here? Like, Not, not, I wasn't asking, how do I buy real estate? Who do I need to know if I want to get into real estate? Uh, So that's been the big thing. And and if you want to know more people and people to introduce you to more people, you do have to provide value. And um, it's hard as a young person who has no experience and hasn't done a deal to provide value, but it's really, even if it's just like, hey, I'll come help you flip a house for free if I get to learn and, you know, tell me how you financed it, stuff like that. Uh, but but really, just getting around more and more people um, is, is that's the key to everything like other, other people have the key to everything you could possibly want in life um, so learning how to network and if it 's something you're not good at uh, you gotta you gotta work on that skill because it is a skill, and just do it especially if you're younger than me or even around my age, just by the time ten years from now. 10 years from now, if you completely fail forever, you'll be 30 years old. And anyone will tell you that they wish they were 30 years old again. So don't be afraid to start and don't expect super fast results. It might happen. You might run into something like me where you do a 48 unit deal for your first deal and it makes, you know, a couple million dollars that might happen, but it might not. It's okay.
0: That's amazing, man. I'm so happy for you that, that, your first deal was a multifamily deal that you actually got to profit. Mm-hmm. time. My first deal was a nightmare, uh, but it was yeah. all a single family. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have the right people by me, uh, but we all learn one way or another. Right. So uh, most important thing is to take action and, and, and to go do stuff and, and, and,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and surround yourself with the right people. So, yeah.
1: And don't be afraid to ask people questions. My first deal was almost a nightmare. We put this five-unit deal in a very bad location under contract because it was super cheap, and I thought it was going to be a good deal. I thought there was opportunity, but I told people about it, and we ended up backing out of that deal. We got our earnest money back, and uh, I, knowing what I know now, I'm so glad we never bought that deal. It wow. would have been a nightmare. Uh, so don't be afraid to ask. I, Where was I mean, it? it? It was in Chattanooga, but it was just in a – it was in a very bad area.
0: Rolled roll um, out of town.
1: Yeah. So I, I would put it under contract and I'd talk to every real estate investor I knew from the club and people told me not to do it. <laughs> so, and I'm very glad now. So like, don't be afraid to ask questions and build relationships with people that you can ask questions to. That's a great
0: perspective because I'm one of those guys that if, if I'm told don't do it, I go do it. Yeah. I, I'm the opposite, like, I will do it just to prove them wrong. Like, you see, I told you I could do this deal, right? But in reality, you listen and you save yourself from a lot of headaches. Um, that's how I got myself into a lot of headaches in the past. Because I was, yeah, you know, I would see a house that was a complete tear down, flip it, and my peep my lender will tell me, Hey man, don't do that property. That property is that's and when they told me don't do it, I was like, Oh, I'm now gonna show you how I'm gonna prove you wrong. And at the end of the day, I was right, but honestly, right. I had a lot of headaches getting there, right? So yeah. and,
1: and and I think that deal could have made money if if I had that mindset and really went hard at it, but it it just wasn't worth it. And it was like a it was a five unit for two hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I mean, if you just look at those numbers, it doesn't sound like something anyone would want to buy, Yeah. but because it was, because it was so cheap was why I was attracted to it. And, uh, that is a, that, that was a good lesson to learn. And luckily we learned it the easy way. (laughs) Wow. I'm so happy for you. All right,
0: man. Well, thank you so much for coming in Tim today. Um, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate that uh, you're sharing your experience uh, with our crowd. If you can do this, you're 22. Anybody can. I mean, I I tell people all the time that the the time the time is always now. It's you know the time is always like right now. Don't wait another year or ten years of education or whatnot. You're a proven example that you got. You know, even though you went to college and you you did all the things, you started networking. You know, in the real you created a real estate club in college. You started bringing investors in it, learning from those guys. Uh, and by the time you were 19, you were getting already set up on your first deal. Um, Mm -hmm. and later on in life, he pay you a lot more money than most people making a year. Um, I'm not going to ask you how much money you made or anything like that, but I know it was a good paycheck. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, it's a proven example that, you know what, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or 60, the day to start is today. So,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, thank you so much, Tim, for being here, man. And I'll see you on the next one, guys.
1: Thank you. Thanks All for right.